To the Ether, today is Monday, December 12, 2022. Today on the Ether, episode 9 of the Bare Bones of Web 3, with special guest the Matic Grays, hosted by B Bands with the Space Skellies. Let's take a listen. Good morning, good morning. Hi, Saberstein. Hi, Matic Grays, and we're still waiting for EJ to come. Um, I guess we can start our show. How are you doing this morning, Saber? Sorry, good morning. I'm just finishing putting the links um, in the comments. Just need one more awesome, and then we're awesome. all good to go. I'm doing good. Yeah, doing good. good. How are you? I'm excited for the show. Uh, glad it's being recorded. But I guess we should. Yeah. Thank you, Terra Spaces. Yeah, thank you, Terra Spaces. I was like, oh, they're in here? Okay, good. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> the date is December 12th, 2022. Welcome to Bare Bones in Web 3, Episode 10, with your host, Saberstein, EJ the Founder, and B Bands. It is your weekly dose of Web 3 news, opinions, market analysis, and updates. This show is sponsored by Space Skellies. Please see the links above for more information. The show is for entertainment and information purposes only. Don't be silly. This is not financial advice. Information, entertainment. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. If you are interested in these topics, please do your own research. This week on Bare Bones, we have a special guest, the Matic Grace. They have a family-run NFT metaverse project, and they have some exciting um, updates. And I know there's a little extra something that the family's been working on, so I'm very excited to hear about this. Um, but we'll start off with our newsreel. This week on Bare Bones Newsreel. Facebook and other social networks like YouTube are protected by the Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act in that it provides immunity for website platforms with respect to third party content, as stated in Wiki. So basically, you're not liable for the content posted by users. This is currently being challenged in the Supreme Court in cases Gonzalez versus Google. The case is questioning whether Google's algorithms created by their company YouTube recommended ISIS videos to the users, essentially driving traffic for recruitment. The plaintiff's daughter was killed in 2015 by ISIS terrorists in, pa in Paris. So essentially we can see what's going on um, here. This could change the entire landscape for social media if section 230 of the Communication Decency Act is struck down in this specific case. A lot more regulation would be coming if that were to ever happen. And with all the content being uploaded, I would like to see how this is going to be accomplished. It's going to be interesting to see. But at the same time, Section 230 protects freedoms of speech. And that is very important, right? Um, that I, as an American citizen, <laughs> am appreciative of. So could this be a win for a team blockchain? Maybe. So social platforms on blockchains might be able to use social identifiers like soulbound tokens and decentralized uh, DIDs, which are decentralized identifiers to give users access to those decentralized social network uh, networking platforms. These identifier tokens of NFTs will be used, um, especially if the content is for adults. Um, I found this very interesting. I, um, I didn't know if anybody uh, had anything they wanted to chime in on it, but um, this, uh, I didn't know that Section 230 of the Communications De uh, Decency Act existed. So, and when I, when I read that, I was very like, I found it very, very, um, I guess surprising, but it makes sense since everybody's allowed to essentially post whatever they like. But um, in another story, Jamie Diamond, uh, Jamie Diamond, the J.P. Morgan CEO Chase, uh, CEO of Chase Bank, is comparing cryptos like Bitcoin um, to pet rocks and Ponzi's. But just last month, J.P. Morgan executed their first on-chain DeFi transaction on the Polygon chain, seventy-one thousand dollars were swapped to 100,000 100, tokenized Singapore dollars, and then they were swapped um, for Japanese yen. Although this was done for a pilot and for research, 
um, they were still um, getting involved. JP Morgan has spent the past year building up their large crypto team. And I suppose JP Morgan likes collecting and researching pet rocks. And this is yet another example of watch what I do and not what I say. Um, Saber scene. I know we were talking last night about this. Yeah, we were. Um, also, I just want to let you know, I did invite EJ to speak. So I don't know if he's going to come up, hopefully, or maybe I'm doing something wrong. Um, but I'll get into this story. So I, I read the article that you that you had shared, and I found it really, one section really interesting. So Diamond replied, he says, so you have to separate blockchain, which is real DeFi, which is real ledgers, you know, tokens to do something and deliver information, money, ideas, simplify smart contracts. That's one thing. I'm not a skeptic. I'm a major skeptic on crypto tokens, which you call currency like Bitcoin. They are decentralized Ponzi schemes, and the notion that that's good for anybody is unbelievable. So I think what he's trying to say here is you have, on the one hand, you know, last week we spoke about um, a news article that South Korea is using um, the blockchain for military and school IDs. And I thought that was really interesting, like actual utility, you know, it's being used um, in what I think is like a great way. And then on the other side, you have tokens that, you know, go to, you know, let's say like all-time highs as they're released, and then they go to basically zero. So I think that that's what I'm getting from that statement that he said. You know, I'm, I'm definitely not saying um, that he's right. I know you had a different take on it that I would love to, you to share. I'm not a different take. We had somewhat of the same same take, but you said it, and I, I think you should explain so, it. So as I was um, reading through it, um, and she had explained what, you know, what her thoughts were, I was thinking, yeah, he's the, in the wording that he's using, he might be trying to essentially cause a little FUD to line his pockets with pet rocks. You know what I mean? And then, you know, after everything is released and after and then after his bags are filled, then, OK, now he's going to say how how good it is and, you know, what the use cases are. But right now, if he words it a certain way, he can create a little bit of FUD and also maybe drive the price down. But, you know, these are big banks. They know what they're doing. Um, if there's anybody else that wants. Yeah. And like, it's essentially, I just want to point out, like, essentially what you're talking about, if you look at like charting is like the markup and markdown phase, right? So as markup phase is going on, so everything, you know, is going up. News is great. Everybody's happy. The narrative is being pushed that everything is great and awesome. And as we hit the markdown phase, which we're, you know, already far well, potentially farther into the markdown phase, you have all this negative news. Don't buy this. This is garbage. Don't touch it. It's sketchy. And so that's like exactly what is happening here, especially with, you know, them possibly fudding to line their pockets. So um, in our next story, a majority stake of Pixelnix, a music metaverse, was just purchased by Animoca Brands, a digital entertainment software company. The music industry is set to hit $131 billion by 2030. And um, Animoca Brand is making sure that they get their little piece of the pie. Um, just for note, the, one of the founders of Pixelnix is um, the Pixelnix music metaverse is Joel Zimmerman, and he is um, from Deadmaw5. He's a successful music producer and DJ. So I find it interesting how um, they're seeing good products and they're trying to pick up these products. Um, we have Paraguay will not be getting an electricity cap for mining crypto. Although the bill passed Congress, it was vetoed. The deputy Tito believes that the, there's sufficient renewable energy for mining crypto. The taxes generated will benefit the country as a whole. It's definitely another win for the blockchain. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. And I'm excited that they're, you know, saying that they're going to be using renewable energy to mine crypto. Now we have another interesting story. Now this has to do with our, with the metaverse and our friends, um, our guests are um, in the metaverse and their project is an NFT metaverse project. Um, they um, hear in the story, it says, would you like to rent a metaverse land parcels and estates in Decentraland? You can now have landlords. If you own land in Decentraland, you can rent it out. As a renter, you have to pay up front, but the metaverse land cannot be sold while it is being rented. And I was thinking of all the use cases for renting this land out. And I was attempting to consider like what the sustainability of this business model is. But it's so new, I don't know what to expect. With this new way of socializing and entertainment, my only questions are, 
okay, what are the possibilities of this metaverse land that is being rented? And also, what interactive experience uh, will you be enjoying while you're relaxing your rental? So um, I was using my imagination because I, my, my brain was not fathom, fathoming all this. And um, I imagined, you know, maybe uh, being able to rent a parcel or an estate owned by a celebrity. And maybe you get to hang out with them in the metaverse since you rented out their land. It could be part of the rental agreement. Um, what do you guys think about this, uh, Earl Grey? And, uh, I think there's, there's going to be a, a lot of possibilities uh, as far as functionality goes for metaverse lands. And I see uh, there being a lot of opportunity for rentals, uh, not only for depending on the metaverse, uh, you know, instancing to allow more people at one time into a land that you already own and have built, uh, as we're seeing in, in Worlds Beyond, um, but also for businesses, for educators, for creators, um, as as just a place to reach a a, uh, a larger audience, you know, just as it is in the physical world, I think you'll see the same in in the metaverse as far as you know commercial uses versus you know personal, more you know artistic musicians kind of uses as well. Awesome. Um, so I want to find out what's going on in the markets in the crypto markets. So I'm going to hand over the microphone to. Saberstein, and she will be sharing the markets update. She has her Bitcoin charts uh, attached and her Atom chart attached to the top. Good morning. Thank you so much. Uh, so this past week, Bitcoin did move above $17,325 on Monday to a high of $17,425, but failed to close the candle above $17,325. And so moved back into the range to continue trading sideways. Wednesday and Thursday came down to test the trend line and found buyers to successfully hold the uptrend. However, after failing to make a higher high after that move, um, it then moved back to the downside and is now breaking that uptrend line on the daily chart, showing more sellers than buyers in this area of supply. Now, the candle has not fully closed as it, we are looking at daily candles. So, you know, there is potential, but I, I do see rejection primarily. Uh, so failure to hold the uptrend, then next support is the 16,600 area. Uh, there's a high volume node there. Failure there. And next support is the $16,200 area to see if buyers can hold that next. And then, of course, at the bottom, we have that large green um, rectangular box, which is the bigger demand zone. Um, I posted my Adam chart as well because I saw some interesting things there. So on the daily time frame, Adam looks to be forming a lowercase h pattern, which is bearish and shown by the large move down, a, a bounce, and then curl over to look like, um, like literally like a lowercase h. Uh, so confirmation would be break and close below the previous low of $8.73 as, I mean, it could hold the low and form a double bottom or like W pattern in that area as well, which would be the bullish case. Um, but looking at the 12 hour time frame, it's a little bit easier to see that Adam has a potential head and shoulders bearish pattern as well. And it's close to breaking to the downside. And that would lead us to that $8.73 low. Whether we hold that low or break is definitely worth watching. Some may have noticed an interesting wick to a high of $12.50 on the Osmo USDT trading pair on Binance uh, this past Saturday, December 10th. Uh, it, only, it only happened within 30 minutes before selling off and returning to its previous trading price below $1. Binance addressed this anomaly on Twitter, stating they will be investigating the abnormal price action of the Sun token, Ardor, Osmosis, Sun token, and Gollum token, as they all had similar price action at the same time. CZ then posted on Twitter, quote, based on our investigation so far, this appears to be just market behavior. One guy deposited funds and started buying, open bracket, Hackers don't deposit, close bracket. Other guys followed. Can't see linkage between the accounts. Uh, not sure about his wording of one guy. Probably could have changed it to one address or something like that. Um, CZ also went on to say that uh, they did actually lock withdrawals for some people's accounts who did uh, profit off of that move. And so that's created or added, I guess, to the Binance FUD. So keep watch out for that. 
next, on December 10th, Charles Hoskinson, co-founder of the Cardano blockchain, hosted a surprise AMA in which he stated he has heard rumors the Ripple case will be settled December 15th, which sparked both bearish and bullish scenarios for XRP on social media. I have not seen any large buying or selling on the XRP chart outside of the bear market Excuse me, price action to suggest insiders have any knowledge and are front-loading, which I would expect to see if the case were being finalized within the near future. Um, XRP could potentially be in an accumulation pattern, but it has not completed, and so I cannot say for sure. Um, nonetheless, December, um, and I should say with that accumulation pattern, it would show a little bit more down first. So um, nonetheless, December 15th and leading up, keep alerts on XRP just in case of volume or abnormal price action. Um, it certainly could be a candidate for you know some potential trading in that time frame uh, if people decide they want to try to maybe get ahead of the ahead of the news. I'm not saying um, big players. I'm saying maybe some smaller players. Uh, unfortunately, I don't really have any positivity in the market at this time. Indicators still tell me price action wants to either go down or range. Um, even if it does go up, it would just be to test you know smaller resistances and you know nothing nothing bigger. Um, so it's definitely a good time to set some alerts on your chart and take some time for yourself. Maybe bring some cheer to someone else. Maybe play a game with friends, host or join a fun, fun Twitter space, learn something new, challenge yourself, anything you can think of to add some positivity in this bearish time. Uh, we also, we have a big week coming up in the traditional markets and the crypto market is susceptible to the volatile swings. So be prepared. Thankfully, EJ is here to give us all of the important information in the traditional market update. Thank you, thank you, Saverstein. Can you guys hear me? Sorry, I've been in and out of the spaces today. Yes, yes. I can hear you. Perfect, awesome. <clears throat> yes, I don't know if you guys um, been paying attention as well that uh, Microsoft got, there's a lot going off with the tech industry right now. So you guys need to strap up and get ready because um, we're gonna go over this real quick. Um, I don't, but I don't know if any guys know about this. So. Last week, we'll just go over the market recap of last week to start. So last week, the S&P 500 closed down 3.37%, NASDAQ down 3.59. As always, I say the Dow Jones is performing better than others. It was only down 2.7%. The Russell 2000 closing down over 5% down from last week. This was all just triggered with a lot that happened in the, the beginning of the week. So to start it off, Microsoft came under heavy fire from the FTC, so the Federal Trade Commission. They actually are suing Microsoft for the acquisition of Blizzard because they think it's a like a monolith, like a monopoly that they're using, and they're it's like an antitrust of the grounds of antitrust is what they're being sued on. So what happened is that Brad Smith, who is the chair and president of Microsoft, the vice president, he. He basically said, I am no longer playing the peace game. So now the gloves are off. Microsoft's going to go to bat and is about to go to war this week. So get ready. Microsoft, we all know when they move, they move waves. And with the help of Blizzard um, and you know, Activision is Blizzard, if you guys don't know, uh, this is going to get crazy. So strap up, pay attention, expect market uh, volatility. If you are in those sectors of tech or specifically in microsoft watch for trading opportunities from good and bad news if you are a trader or get away from it and let it play out for about two months i would just stay away from that it's kind of toxic right now uh, but on top of that this this leads into the producer price index from last week came in very hot more than expected because of the worrying about inflation inflation is still out there although the, the the government in the united states wants to say we're doing our best we're doing this we're doing that we all know inflation is still lingering and it's still growing with that it is said this week that the feds may raise interest another 50 points and i have said weeks ago months ago if the feds do not stop raising interest rates the market will continue to crumble and if you heard our spaces I mean, we're saying months ago, that is exactly what has happened because you cannot continue to raise interest rates because it halts the entire cash flow of the, of the economy unless you are a big, per, like, unless you got big loans, 
big uh, lines of credit as a business. But that's a whole different perspective. Um, so as this week's come, we're going to have a lot happening this week. This is the last month of the markets. So just understand we have the holidays coming. We may see a little bit of a bump in consumer, uh, cons like the consumers of what they're purchasing, consumer goods, but that can quickly fall off come into July. So don't get caught in a bull trap um, or bear trap or any of those. If you don't know what you're doing, I would say be patient, let the markets play out. Uh, as Sabercina said, unfortunately, not much positivity, but that will bring us into this week. What do we have going through this week? Well, we start out the week on Monday. We have Pfizer has their webcast. If you guys want to get in on Pfizer's um, live webcast, you can. And they have, what did I write down? The business executives and scientific leadership will provide updates on the company's potential near-term products. So this is a, a what is Pfizer creating after Pfizer went through COVID. Their stocks have just been complete garbage. Um, if you got in early, you probably made some good money, but Pfizer is just garbage now. Uh, we'll see what they can, they can come up with. Tuesday, one of the biggest companies in the entire world, Disney will introduce its much-anticipated ad-supported um, uh, ad supported subscriptions. So if you have Disney or if you guys have any type of Disney uh, subscriptions, they're kind of uh, expensive for the everyday consumer. So they're going to add an, uh, an additional one where it has ads that will create more uh, a cash for the company, but also it will create a little bit easier because what they do is they create more cash from the ads. So then they can offset that cost to the users and there will be a subscription that is uh, less expensive. I don't know the set cost on that, but that is something you can look forward to. Maybe Saberstein, you can watch Frozen just one more time. Um, so, and the kids just love, you know, love Disney. So pay attention to that. And then uh, 11 a.m. on Tuesday as well, I have the OPEC will release its monthly oil report. Uh, oil has slowed down slightly. You will see that reflected in gas prices. They have continued to slow down. Um, still not where we want them to be, obviously. Um, and then leading into Wednesday afternoon, this is when the FOMC will discuss the 50-point rate, uh, the, the hike rate. So this is when the feds and all of them are going to come together, uh, ruin the market, whatever they say they do. The second they open their mouths, the market just tanks every time. So um, be, be ready Tuesday or sorry, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the Fed statement will retain the phrasing. Um, of expected ongoing increases, but that never, although they say it's expected, it's never, it's never a good thing to confirm that they're raising uh, the, the points even more. Uh, so that pushes us into 30 minutes later, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. We all know Powell, same thing. He's going to hold a press conference. Uh, so just pay attention to this. Uh, he's supposed to be more of like a dovish standpoint, meaning he doesn't really it's kind of neutral, not supposed to be any big or bad news, good or bad. Uh, but that is 30 minutes later from when the feds will release the hike rate. Uh, then we lead into Thursday, which is one of the best places in the world. Krispy Kreme Donut will hold its Investor Day event with presentations scheduled, uh, Q&A sessions for anyone who is a stock or shareholder, uh, and details on the company's strategic vision leading into 2023 and 2026 uh, about what's going to separate them from where they've been to where they're going. Uh, and then to wrap the week up, um, Friday, watch for a lot of it, uh, volatility in the markets with um, expirations of stocks, stock index futures, and stock index options. It's which this is called a triple witching day, which does not happen very often. It's four times per year where these options and everything will expire on the same day. If you don't know what that means, that simply means this is a moment where people have to start offloading um, or getting out of positions, which can lead to a lot of volatility. Um, it can lead to a crazy amount of volatility because a lot of people may try to pump the market to get out of their, uh, you know, to get into a neutral price point and then get out with a zero cost basis. But point being, pay attention. Uh, triple witching day on Friday. My advice, don't trade Friday. Don't even do anything on Friday. And this always reflects into crypto uh, money, you know, millions and billions flow in and out all day. My advice. Play it simple, play it safe, um, and just be smart. So with that, guys, I'm going to pass it back to B-Bands, and I hope you guys are ready to rock for this week. It's a beautiful Monday. Every week's an amazing week. It's just about how you see it. Uh, so, Bands, I'm going to pass it back to you, and you can keep it moving. 
Thank you, thank you. Um, typically at this point, we do the announcements, but I actually would like to chat real quick with, the, our, with our guest, and then we can do the announcements at the end. Um, welcome, welcome, guys. We got Joel and Earl Gray, husband hey. and wife team. Nice to see you or hear from you, big bands. Um, thank you for having us. Thank you for, for, for agreeing to come and, and share your um, updates and, and what's going on with your project. Um, I see we got Joel, your husband, and uh, you, um, and I always call you Earl. <laughs> yeah, it's Chelsea, it's Chelsea. Earl. Earl, everyone thinks I'm a guy. I kind of like it that way. Um, yeah, so call me anything you want, Vivians, because okay. I love you. And Saberstein, I just have to say real quick, you both put on such a lovely show every week. And whether it's this show or I see you on Twitter spaces, I'm like a Twitter spaces stalker. I'm always uh, looking for Vivians. If you're on any Twitter space, I'm listening. And um, I just, I'm really appreciative that you guys had us on. Yeah, I'm thank so, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank I, you. you know, I was actually just telling you last night, like I stalk her Twitter spaces too, so. <laughs> she's entertaining. She's really entertaining. And she's an East Coast girl. And uh, we don't live in the East Coast anymore, but we lived in New York for like 10 years. And I miss my East Coast girls. I'm right here, baby. I'm right here. <laughs> so um i have a couple questions that i want to ask you guys um either joel or yourself can answer um i'm so glad you're here um can you just with for a lot of people who don't know about your project can you start off sharing a quick overview of your project and how the matic grace got started i'm gonna let joel take this one because i'm having a bad voice today but okay, um, can you guys yeah. also um, just enter uh, if you can introduce also the, the the players, you know, that we have here, the the family players, the, you know, the husband, the daughter, the, the mother, the everybody's involved in this. I just love it. Absolutely. And, and thank you again for having us, B-Bands. Um, so for everyone who doesn't know us, my name is Joel. Um, and the Matic Grays are a family project, fully doxxed, um, and it's myself, my wife, Chelsea, uh, who you just met, and our daughter, Rain, who's our developer. Um, we started uh, as a family of artists who were, um, you know, passionate about crypto and about Web3, and were fascinated by NFTs as they came out. And um, it was actually Chelsea's idea to kind of combine all of our passions I've always had a very strong interest in uh, extraterrestrial phenomenon. She's a big fan of pop culture. Um, and we just did, you know, months and months of research and built our project. Uh, started off as a completely stealth launch. We wanted to have a different approach and make it more about the art as we built up our utilities. That was a little over a year ago today that we deployed our contract. Um, and since then, we've we've just made some incredible partnerships. We're partnered with two metaverses, uh, TCG World and Worlds Beyond. We've partnered with some some great um, uh, tech solutions companies like Altura NFT uh, to bring dynamic in-game assets into our worlds. Um, and it's it's just been an incredible journey so far. Um, and we have two collections now, the Matic Grays, uh, which is a collection of 7,747 unique hand-drawn grays on Polygon. And we just launched the Baby Grays a few months back, uh, a collection of 3,500 also on Polygon. Awesome. Um, I know that you uh, did give to the Ronald McDonald house, right? When you're, I think you guys were minting from the Baby Grays. Um, that happened like a couple months back, right? We do. So we actually do a, a monthly donation uh, from the Baby Grays on chain via the Giving Block, who's been great to work with. Um, and 25% of sales and royalties from the Baby Grays um, go to the Ronald McDonald House. And we've been able to, uh, between the Matic Grays with our community vote donations, um, which started about three months ago, about the same time as the Baby Grays donations, we've been able to do about, uh, I think, a little over $3,300 in, in donations over the last three months. That is so awesome to hear. You know, it sounds it sounds really cool, you know, working with your family. You know, that sounds awesome. But um, 
Are there any obstacles you guys face as a family when you're working on this project together? And what have you guys done uh, to overcome them? I think the the biggest obstacle, we work incredibly well together. Um, you know, we've had small businesses that we've all worked in, uh, you know, before. So we're, we're quite used to it. Um, but with Web3, I think the biggest hurdle for all of us was uh, knowledge. You know, before we started this, none of us had really written a line of code. Um, but we're, you know, we're very passionate and, and that's led into our learning. So we're just always constantly learning uh, new things. Um, you know, now we're getting uh, pretty adept in 3D asset development because that's going to play a big role in the metaverse. Um, learning new ways to build contracts, um, you know, looking to, you know, with our up to upcoming NFT comic, we're going to be integrating some VRF solutions from Chainlink. Um, you know, so it's just constantly there, growing. And that's, there it is. That's the comic <laughs> thing I wanted to know. I was just waiting. I was like, is he going to say it? Um, I see Earl Grey. She's got her hand up uh, If you before I ask. Yeah, just a, a second part answer to that question. Um, also being the COO and the mother of the group, obviously, I know all of our strengths. I know all of our weaknesses. We all kind of do. And I think that having um, that emotional awareness in your business and that psychological aspect of your business can only help your business. So we do try to make a very... Um, a cog, I, especially me, because I manage all the projects that they're working on and we, we go over it daily and they are both very creative. And one is also my 19 year old daughter and one is also my husband. So um, I am always cognizant of keeping keeping a temperature, an emotional temperature check on the business. That way we are always in line and we do also value each other's strengths and we also do cop to our weaknesses and rely on each other just like a family so i think it's one of our strengths um uh, yeah so yeah i had to throw my little two cents in there to that one no that's not two cents that's that's, that's like 50 dollars <laughs> of, of, of that's worth a lot um it's true you work you work good with your family you know you know what your family's strengths are um and essentially too also when people work together they also kind of become like a little family and especially when they work well together, but you guys were already family. So it was like the double, a double plus. Um, so I had included some links on the bottom uh, for you. Uh, like uh, if they want, if somebody wanted to pick up your NFT um, and, or, oh, you know what? Actually, let me halt. I would like to talk about this comic because I'm into comics. So can you guys uh, just tell us when it's going to be released? Is it an NFT? Like um, some information on that. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Uh, we're incredibly excited for it. It's actually uh, part of some of the things that we wanted to bring in from what we were working on before we got into Web3 and NFTs. Uh, we worked on designer art toys and a small press comic. Um, so it's completely created by us. Um, the timeline is still a little in the gray area. Um, we're getting close to the paneling stage. Um, so, uh, but they are going to be NFTs. We're going to do a little bit of a different spin. A lot of the NFT comics that are out there already are ERC 1155s. Um, I want to bring that to um, more of an ERC 721 or ERC 721A and actually have uh, different ranges of unique uh covers so you'll have um no two a hundred percent alike um but you will have a lot of similarities and you'll they'll still be lumped into categories of say you know extremely rare versus rare uncommon and common um but uh and then they'll act as a um access to a token gated site to view it online but we do want to bring it to a physical print as well uh shortly after and we're going to integrate some cool um uh giveaways uh through it through our community at launch and um that's where the brf solutions come in really well so is this a um so is it a single page nft or is it like um i mean like is each the comic like one page you have to you know mint the 12 pages or is it like you get a few pages how, how is 
so the way we're looking at it is the the nft itself is going to be the cover and similar with comics where they have variant covers we're gonna we're gonna kind of take that approach except there's going to be a lot more variation of rarity across them um and there'll be a small batch collections probably somewhere between you know a thousand to two thousand um but then the actual content of the comic will sit behind a token gate um on a website uh, as far as the digital comic goes oh okay so, now i understand sorry I, I misunderstood that my bad uh no worries so it's uh oh sorry no go ahead um so so we're we're very excited it's something that we've wanted to do for quite a, a long time is bring a comic to print uh you know not just digitally but physically as well so um you know we're hoping to have it done um you know in say the earlier part of quarter one of 2023 um but we also don't want to rush it at the same time we want it to be you know, um, it's the first comic of many. Uh, we wanted to, you know, really be well executed. I like that, um, you know, it's not like single page. I like that you can, you know, you're getting this token, it's gated access to actually viewing the entire comic, which kind of makes it, uh, to me, a lot, you know, a lot more valuable. I think that's awesome. Um, if there's anybody that has any questions, I did include links for OpenSeas uh, for your minting page, for your um, OpenSeas page and your, uh, I think we have your Discord in there too. Um, before anybody comes up and ask any questions, do you guys have any last thoughts that you would like to share or is there anything um, else? I know you guys, uh, there was a spot where you could like go into your like metaverse and test it out. Um, how's that coming along too? That was my like last question too. Yes, thank you. So I'll give a quick rundown because there's a lot more that we're, we're doing. Um, and I, I pinned a tweet up at the top to give a brief summary because it's a lot and I don't want to run through all of it, <laughs> um, you know, and uh, take up too much time. But we are so we're building in the metaverse across worlds beyond across TCG world combined. We've got 30 lands, um, including a commercial plot in TCG world um, where their studios building us our mothership, which will be live soon. Um, we've got. Um, Matic Ray avatars coming out shortly and uh, playable worlds beyond tech demo um, and they'll be interoperable. So if you own a gray, um, you'll now be able to take that avatar uh, to different metaverses as well. So it's not just, OK, I've, I've got a gray. Um, so now I get this gray avatar in worlds beyond and I can play with it there. But you get the source files as well. Um, so that's that's important. Um, which leads us to, you know, a lot more expansion with that utility. Uh, In-game Baby Gray Companions uh, are coming to TCG World as well, along with Matic Gray Avatars. They'll be likely a little bit uh, later, um, but that way you'll be able to walk around with your Baby Gray and your Matic Gray Avatar, and the Baby Grays can help you accomplish tasks in World and have certain benefits and things like that. Um, and uh, speaking on just, we also have the uh, spatial, which is up now. That's just a test build. Um, we really like spatial. They're, they're constantly growing and building some great things. Um, so we're just kind of testing out functionality and what's in there, but eventually we'd like to hold cross community events in there. Um, you know, maybe mini um, conventions type of thing. Uh, so we've got that in the works. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, just a, a snippet more of what we've got going on, um, as well as also for our holders. If you're not familiar, check out our website, check out our Discord and Telegram. We've got our gray whales, which will be deploying uh, our contract very soon uh, for our custom grays. So we want to reward our largest supporters. So anyone who holds 20 or more grays, they work with us directly on a custom gray and it can be pretty much whatever they want. So long as no one's already taken the idea and there's nothing, you know, offensive or blatant trademark issues or things like that. And, and we design it along with them over the course of, you know, a week or two. Um, so we have some of those in that pin tweet. There's an example of one. Um, and they're all going to share in a percentage of the uh, revenue that's generated from our metaverse lands. So just a way for us to give back to our community and give a really unique piece of art and a strong utility. Um, but that's those are just some updates that I figured I'd throw in about our, our project and what we've got going on right now. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, I just wanted to give a chance, um, Saberstein or EJ, or if anybody in the crowd had any questions. Um, let me see if anybody posted any questions. Doesn't look like it. All right. Hey, EJ. Hey, what's up? Yeah, uh, I know we spoke a long time ago about Metaverse, and it's uh, it's a whole different world. Like it's it's crazy when people are building in it. So if you're on this spaces and maybe you don't mess with Ethereum projects much, uh, this would be one that I would say and advise you to as we invest in people. I mean, last call we were on, I we purchased some NFTs live on the call because they're just a great group of. They're just a, it's a family. Like what project do you know that has a family running, you know, top to bottom, the whole project. And I just think that's absolutely amazing. So uh, if you're on here and you're, and you're looking for some projects or maybe you're not, uh, but if you are and you're worried about projects always rugging you, this is one that will not. And we would encourage you to go to their discord, ask questions, go to their Twitter, open up some support tickets, whatever you need to do. The metaverse is a confusing world. Um, it may not be to someone who's working with it every day, but if you have questions, no question's a dumb question. I had so many questions for them the first time we got on a call um, from just, it's just unreal what, they, what they're building and what you can do with the metaverse when you have people that know, uh, that have a vision and actually know how to uh, achieve that vision. So. Uh, this is just, you know, hats off to you guys for being together as a family and not not uh, punching each other to death, but working very well together. Because typically, I will say in my world, uh, I don't mix family with business because it gets messy. So 100% amazing that you're doing this. Uh, you probably don't get told that enough. So just keep doing what you're doing. And, and I know Skelly's are here to support you guys. And I hope others feel the same after hearing you guys talk. Um, hey, Earl Gray, see your hand up. I just want to tell EJ, thank you so much for always supporting our project and our family. Uh, you're not, you know, that punching each other out thing is hilarious to me because we get that all the time, especially our daughter being our developer. And she has a lot of pressure on her and she's always, um, her and her father are always looking for the cutting edge, the newest tech. And that's how we got in with Chainlink. Um, but we, I, I, my first business I ran was actually in upstate New York and it was a record store and a gift shop. And that was with my family. And we learned a lot about working with family then. And then I also had a house cleaning business when we moved to the South, uh, a very uh, a very good one that uh, was very successful for many years until the pandemic. And I think you learn, um, Scribble, Joel, my husband has had a lot of small businesses. So I think all of those fail, not, not failed, but each one had its ups and its downs and you learned so much. If we had not gone through all of those other businesses, I don't think that we would be so emotionally aware and so um, primed and connected with this business. So yeah, it definitely like your failures sometimes or sometimes things don't work out with businesses is just a learning experience. It's just a stepping stone to the next one. And thank you so much for all of your kind words. Really means a lot. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, EJ. And and a hundred percent. I mean, all the business experience, you know, acquired throughout the time, it definitely is all valuable, you know, the successes and the failures. Um, you know, we had we dabbled in drop shipping, um, you know, several years back. And even with the merch now, knowing that landscape makes such a benefit. And just one little example, but um yeah, absolutely. But thank you so much, EJ. I appreciate uh, all the support and, and uh, absolutely happy to be on. And thank you, B-Bands. Uh, really enjoyed this space so far. Well, thanks so much for coming. So we'll, we'll wrap it up with some announcements. And then um, unless anybody has, uh, I haven't gotten any requests for questions. So um, I'll just move on to our quick uh, Skelly's announcements and you guys get you guys set on uh, 
get ready for your for your week. <laughs> so um, do you guys know someone who could use some holiday cheer? Space Kelly is doing a secret Santa. Please hop into our Discord and nominate someone and tell us why. You can choose to do it anonymously or via a ticket. Um, via a ticket or you can do it right on the Santa chat. Note, if you hold five skellies, you also get a holiday gift. Space Skellies is also running a giveaway and it is live on Twitter right now. So make sure you check that out. Um, the gameplay custom scripts designed for our Secret Santa game uh, will be a, uh, you'll be able to enjoy a smooth process of minting, hunting for IDs and sending your Santas and elves for your stars reward. For those who stake with our stars validator, the custom script with UI will be live. You'll be able to see exactly how many ticket entries you have for each month of staking. So good luck. Um, coming up on Friday, we have a game night. Um, we'll be playing with the usual suspects, Sunnyside, Flight Force 4, IBC Gang, Tindermint Timmy um, from Spark IBC and Finn. And of course, we have a, an additional guest, Mr. Don Kryptonium, and everyone is welcome. We play a few games for an hour. It's at 10 p.m. Eastern at, and 3 a.m. UTC. We'll be playing Stumble Guys, Scrib, and we'll have a Metaverse treasure hunt. Um, there will be prizes, so if you'd like to come, that'd be awesome. Please keep an eye out on our Twitter, Discord, and the team's Twitter pages. We'll be giving away some whitelist and other prizes. So thank you so much for coming. Uh, and joining us on Bare Bones of Web3. I hope you have an incredible day. And of course, we'd like to close it out with EJ, the founder. <laughs> hey, Ben, thank you. So I do want to go uh, recap right on what Ben said. Um, if you guys need any help or explanations on our secret Santa, there is a Medium article in our Discord, which explains everything. 100% uh, of the funds. It is pinned as well. Okay, perfect. Yes, on the blue. One hundred percent of the funds go back to uh, go back to the community. So how that happens is if you get ID numbers one through five hundred, this is a custom script that is written. You just simply send that to our vault wallet, and you get four hundred and fifty stars right back to your wallet. If you have ID numbers five hundred and one through fifteen hundred, those are called elves. And if you have a Santa and you have two elves. You can send the whole set to our vault wallet and the script reads the it queries a blockchain and it sees that you have sent the whole set and sends you 540 stars. A uh, mint price is only 200 and then public is 250. And on top of that, if you have five, uh, five skellies, you receive an airdrop for every five skellies you have. Uh, so many will be up before they even mint anything. Plus, if you do hold one skelly, you are automatically on Santa's list, which is our whitelist. We call it Santa's list. And if you are awesome and you get nominated, um, that is called our, uh, what is it? Our nice list, meaning that is the airdrop list. So if you guys have anyone that's in need or that just is absolutely amazing, that brings joy to your day, put them in a, come to our secret Santa channel. You have to hold one skelly to access it. Uh, then you can come to the Secret Santa channel and nominate somebody. From there, we would like you to let us know their story. If it's too personable, just DM us like B-Ban said. Just open a support ticket if it's too personal. Um, and from there, the least we can do is give back to you. Uh, so with that, Skelly's is donating uh, $2,500 to $3,000 of USD back to the holders uh, because all the airdrops we have, we are paying for. So we are replenishing all the funds, and this is 100% for you guys. We will reveal the art very close to Mint, uh, like a little kid that accidentally opened his Christmas present uh, when he wasn't supposed to. So be ready for all that, and we are going to close the whitelist on the 15th. So you're going to start seeing uh, projects and ourselves give away a few whitelists for the Santa's list. And maybe we'll throw in a few nice lists uh, for some airdrops. But I do want to make that a little more clear, easy to understand. And it is in the Medium article. Uh, but feel free, open a ticket if you need help. Uh, but with that, I will be signing us off for today. I hope you guys, are, you guys have an amazing week. And as we always say, choose to find the good and the bad, no matter what the situation may be. There is always something good. And with that, guys. Have an amazing week. Make someone smile. Make someone's day. And we are here if you guys need anything. See you guys.
Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was episode 9 of the Bare Bones of Web 3, hosted by B-Bands with the Space Skellies, featuring the Matic Grays, recorded on Monday, December 12, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC in it. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Terror spaces.